BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, DJs, let's talk about Odds Jam. Developed by Stanford engineers, Odds Jam is an innovative solution designed to identify odds that make you the winner every single time. They have the fastest real-time data to spot discrepancies between different sports books and help users place risk-free bets. Yeah, I said it. Risk-free bets. Profits average 3% every day, which adds up to big earnings. There's no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Beat the book every time with Odds Jam. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, we know everything about the NFL. We know nothing about the oh, NFL. Oh, I knew it was one of those. It, it's absolutely nothing. For those of you who think you know something about the NFL, then <laughs> everything you know is wrong. Um, great, great Monday night football matchup. Uh, lots to talk about and digest there, but uh, let's introduce the other guy. Sex Panther, what's up, man? Last night was just the culmination of... What could have been a perfect weekend, <laughs> fucking Cardinal. I was perfect. Thursday night, Sunday night, and then the fucking Cardinals shit the bed. So, yeah, back to back to knowing nothing about football. <laughs> you had you had a good run. You had like you know three four days where you knew everything, and then now it's nothing. Yeah, I knew everything. Well, actually, I listen in complete transparency. I just can't get on the Rams bandwagon. I just can't get there. And I, I wonder why. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> well, why that is, Panther? I wonder why you just can't get on the Rams bandwagon. Uh, Once you become a Giants fan, then I can fade them or something. <laughs> How about become the game? A Notre Dame fan? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. We, yeah. There you go. <laughs> How about the game, though? I mean, man, was it the Rams looking good? Was it the Cardinals shit in the bed? Max, what are your thoughts on that one? I, I think a little from column A, a little from column B. Listen, I, I, I think, and you said this on Twitter, the Rams aren't as bad as people think they are, and the Cardinals aren't as good as they think they are. If you if you, if you listen to the Sunday episode, I was talking about teams that I trust in the NFL, and my, my teams that I trust are two right now, and that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who I think are the best team by far in football, easily the best team in football, and then the Patriots as the second team that I trust in the NFL. And then there's a drop-off. And, you know, Maxie had asked me, he's like, well, what do you think about the Cardinals? I was like, I guess they're kind of like a 2B, but they've got some home issues. They 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 travel well. That That's great for them. But it looks like they're probably going to get a home playoff game in, the, in that first round. They got to get their, their shit in order at home. It's, it's really, really crazy to see how they struggle at home. And now, of course, you, you always like think it was like, is this a COVID era rule or is this a rule to stay? But you got to remember there's seven teams now that make the playoffs in each conference, right? So only one team gets a bye mm. uh, from each conference. The Cardinals, just that loss 
probably knock them out. And it, it's looking like between Green Bay and Tampa right now to try to get that one seed and that buy in the first round. So I think it was a big loss for the Cardinals. And Panthers said it was a must win for the Rams. And it kind of was because if they want any chance of trying to win the West, they had to win that one. So a uh, good, good win by the Rams. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I'm, you know, I, the, the Rams are just, I, I really can't get it out. It's the Rams. You know, they went on that three game losing streak where Stafford was throwing pick sixes all over the place. And so they got right last week in a, a very, gravy bi-week type game so this was a big game for them and look they, they showed up this is the team that we saw at the beginning of the season um you know you're right about the cardinals they find ways to get into close games they're probably not as good as their record but the thing that stood out to me the most about the cardinals is they made no real attempt to run the ball. And I know we, running backs don't matter, but the running game does. And outside of Carl, Kyler Murray getting outside the pocket and him getting his yards, the running game got nothing established. And that caused Kyler Murray to throw the ball what, almost 50 times. That's not a recipe for success. I, I still think the Cardinals are better than they showed. I don't know that they're necessarily better than the Rams. I don't know if the Rams are better than the Cardinals Two equally matched uh, teams, but the, the Cardinals didn't do themselves any favors last night. No, they, they really didn't. What do we make of this Cardinals lack of home field advantage? Is it just because the conditions are always so goddamn nice in in Arizona? <laughs> I, mean, I, I, really? I, I make nothing of this. I have no idea. Maybe yeah. they, they, they're too relaxed. They're too complacent. Maybe that's it. Maybe they, they like that pressure. They, maybe they like being on the road and having the antagonism of that. Maybe that's what kind of excites them and gets them going. I think they're a very very good fucking football team and i'm not going to discount them and just say oh my god the rams beat them and that's it for them i i think it actually was a good thing that they lost because if they beat the rams twice in regular season you know that doesn't bode well if they face off in the playoffs so right. i've been getting this loss for them was actually a good thing uh it's 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 amazing though is to, to think of like the rams um they did run the ball, and I think they have success when they try to run the ball and establish the run. Sonny Michelle had a pretty good game, 79 yards. They didn't even have Henderson out there. He's been banged up. So when they run the ball or try to establish the run, I've been saying it all season, this broken, fucking broken record time is Stafford can do the play action. When he does the play action, he hits Cooper Cup. And if he hits Cooper Cup, it's magical. And for all the shit that they were talking about, about OBJ joining this team, three weeks, three touchdowns. He's happy. <laughs> so, I mean, OBJ is getting into the end zone. He's happy. Van Jefferson had an unbelievable fucking play. Uh, I, I think if if this is the team that we see from the Rams week in, week out, the, the defense set the tone. Uh, I think uh, Aaron Donald, I think he had two sacks uh, to do that. If they can play like this, this, this is the team that I think can compete for a Super Bowl. But uh, to Panthers' point is we haven't seen that team consistently this year right? right i mean we, we we've we've gone through lulls where it's like who the fuck are these imposters on the field the team we saw last night can compete for a super bowl whether they can do that from here on out that's the big question mark with this team well and their ability to take uh deandre hopkins essentially out of the equation he was, he was basically a non-factor with five receptions aj green stepped up for the cardinals but look if they can go against okay so you're looking at the seating here green bay if they can take out Devonte adams that's a big thing if they go against tampa bay they can take out well it's kind of hard they got three 
really good uh, wide receivers. Um, same thing with Dallas. You take out Amari Cooper. Like, if they can neutralize the go-to guy, that gives them a real um, competitive advantage that other defenses really haven't been able to do is take a number one wide out out of the equation like the Rams did last night with Hopkins. And to that point, they did not have Jalen Ramsey last night. So I, I think that was the big sign for me. I was telling uh, you guys in the pre-show is they announced that Tyler Higby was out. They announced that Jalen Ramsey was out. That fucking line was glued. Vegas was like, we're cool. We're not adjusting. <laughs> we're fine. Keep betting. Go ahead. Keep betting the Cardinals. We're fine. So that was my first like reaction was like, oh, shit, man. Maybe the Rams have a chance. Here. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's to, to your point, Max. If they can establish the run, if they can build off that and use the play action, it, it seems to me that the Rams have a plan. And if the, it, if things don't go according to plan, that's when they always seem to get into trouble. The adjustments or the improvisation needed some in some games. I, I I just don't know if I have a lot of confidence in the Rams to do that. Well, I used to I used to make the joke that it was Goff bot, right? Like it was right. just like I am Jared Goff, and I am going to do as I am programmed. But I almost think it's McVeigh bot in many ways. I think if if McVeigh's like game plan gets fucking just shit on, he's just like, oh, fuck, what do I do? Uh, you know, and I think that's what's going to set him apart from some of the great coaches. Like he's he's a very very good coach. I love Sean McVeigh. But to get to that great standard, you got to be like Bill Belichick, who we can just look at the first play of the game. is like, nope, fucking throw this out. <laughs> We're doing something completely different for the rest of the fucking game. That's it. Oh, good stuff. Hey, do you want to see a want to see a little botched referee job last night? I love great referees. Well, you know, uh, umpires, referees—they're they're fantastic. I love when they do the right thing. Let's see this. We know Panther loves referees too. I don't have the whole play. I just have the slow mo here. A little bit of face mask. Well, the, the official can't see that. All right. To set that up, it was uh, th- it was third and goal, and it was uh, third and goal in the fourth quarter. That, so the Rams had to kick a field goal because the referees missed that face mask. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a handful of fucking face masks. Yeah. That was full fucking face mask right there. I've seen some. I've seen some weird face mask calls called. Right. I've seen like. You know, kind of like grabbing like the the chin strap or grabbing like the collar near, and I've seen those calls for face masks this mm. season. That was full on like hand, almost poking his goddamn eye. How is that <laughs> not a fucking call, Panther? You know, the tough one for me is uh, the, the quarterback's in the pocket. He's back there. You got all this going on. The referee essentially has one job. That's the quarterback. <laughs> Right, the um, the umpire, the sideline, all those guys are taking care of the line, the holding, all that shit. The referee has one job. Like, what the fuck were you looking at? Hey, like I've seen face masks that are you know grazed it or things. He turned his head all the way around. That's kind of inexcusable. But we've been dealing with shitty officiating since well forever, really. But it, it's been bad for the last several years. The I, I'm gonna, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say I'm going to say this, and and I'm, I'm going to take some shit for this. But I'm going here's here's my fucking crazy opinion. Here is I want to get rid of replay, just do, completely get rid of replay. Sounds familiar. And instead of having these fucking jokers on the sidelines, just have them in front of fucking all of the cameras. <laughs> like seriously, just just have them in front of computer screens where you can see every goddamn angle and every fucking play, and then maybe they can make the right goddamn call because replay doesn't get it right. Maybe if they're watching a TV screen. Like, we are at home. We can see the fucking plays better than they can see on the sidelines. I was desperately looking for McVeigh screaming. They had a nice, beautiful slow-mo of McVeigh screaming face mask. 
<laughs> I can't remember the guy's name. We need that defensive coordinator for the Patriots that makes all them fucking faces. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Belichick. Belichick's brother. Yeah. Oh, that little baby Belichick. Yeah, it's baby Belichick. <laughs> Good stuff. I don't know if the refs are aware, but Stafford doesn't play for the Lions anymore. You're allowed to make calls. Stafford's not playing. He's not. The, the Lions aren't playing the Packers, and you don't throw flags on the Lions. He's, he's actually on a winning team now. You're supposed to give them the calls. Oh Christ, man! Should we do it? Get to work. What, what else are we gonna do? We can, we can talk about. Uh, you want to talk about something else, or you want to get to work? We can talk about something else. We can talk about something. You got a little something. You got a little something. Yeah, okay. I didn't know Let's you. Want, I didn't know you wanted. It. I'm, I'm clicking reopen close tabs real quick. Real. No, quick. We, we we can do. It. I think we got some time. Yeah. Okay. I was waiting for it. To so leave. to set this up, I believe we're going to talk about uh, the greatest coach in the NFL right now, uh, a man who is. Uh, he sets the tone for how the future of NFL coaching is going to be, and that is one Urban Meyer, a man who preaches family values, team. Well, apparently, according to uh, someone from his team, it's been anything but that since the start of training camp. He's a phony and a hypocrite. We know who he is. Now, of course, the owner of the Jaguars says we're not going to rush to anything here but in the same sense he's just, he's he's eyeing up who the fuck is available who the fuck can I bring in for this goddamn mess Tom Coughlin can I bring you back Ooh. can you come back at this point you know at this point or not only is Urban Meyer out of Jacksonville he might be done coaching I don't even how how could you as an athletic director at a university bring this guy in after everything that's happened this year you know he he's had the little red flags at Ohio State, the the hiccups at Florida towards the end of his tenure, and now he didn't even make it through one year in Jacksonville. He has burnt some serious bridges for a guy that's been nothing but successful. Um, he is the poster child of what you don't want in a head coach. I, I was a huge Urban Meyer fan, you know, watching him come from the mid majors, you know, go to Utah, go to Florida, and just just all he does is win. But man, I'm starting to wonder if this guy's got some dementia or something going on because his, his actions are not uh, of a you know 60 year old man what he's doing out here it's it's uh, unbelievable what's going on with this guy panther you hit the nail on the head i'm starting to question how the fuck urban meyer actually was successful in college if this is how he's gonna act well, I think in college it works because he can boss the kids around. He got, he comes to the NFL, and that, that's a big difference. You come to the NFL, and it's man talking to man. Like you just can't scream down at these athletes and talk down. They fucking make more money than you do, right? So you know, I I think he just has an, an um, authority complex where he has to be in charge of everything. He's talking down to his assistants, calling them losers, talking down to the players. Trevor Lawrence, God bless him, stood up and was like, listen. James Robinson is our guy. We need him on the field. Like they're starting to stand up to him, but um, yeah, I, I'm listen. I could be a junior college. I would not touch Urban Meyer. You know, you know it's funny is is um, I see a lot of parallels between being a head coach in college and being like a producer of a Hollywood film because <laughs> you could basically get the kids do whatever you want out on the field with the say, hey, I know people in the NFL. I mean, why do you think people play so goddamn hard for Nick Saban? Right. Is he can get them fuck like he can guarantee that they're going to get drafted in the NFL. And and that kind of power is fucking huge to have as a coach. So you look at someone like Urban Meyer who's like, "Listen, you play for my program, we're a big program, we have money, blah blah blah. blah. I know people in the NFL. 
I'll, I'll, I'll help you get drafted. Of course they're going to fucking listen to this bully. And that's what he is. He's a goddamn bully. But once you're in the NFL, what are you going to do? It's like, wait a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm a fucking talented player. I'm James Robinson. You, you, you're going to cut me. Oh, fine. I'll fucking sign with Tampa Bay and win a fucking Super Bowl. Boo hoo. Right, right. <laughs> you know, fuck that. You've got to convince these p- professionals, these grown men to sacrifice their bodies for you to, to maybe shorten their careers on some place. Exactly. Exactly. You got no, you got no leverage whatsoever. I mean, and the, the, the way that Belichick does it and Belichick's not like the nicest of fucking guys. But I mean, he's not like a goddamn bully. Like he's he's, he's not going to like, you know, <laughs> he's not going to try to fucking push you around physically. Right. Right. His brother might. But he might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Belichick. Well, oh, go ahead. Go, Panther. Go. No, I was just saying, you know, here's the thing about the Jacksonville franchise, though. It's a great location, right? You're down in Florida. You get the weather. Um, they've got talent on the team. So, you know, Khan is the owner, Khan, is trying to do everything he can to turn this into a winning franchise. You're in a, you know, mediocre division with Indianapolis, Houston, and Tennessee. Um, they just get the right guy in there. I think he thought, hey, we're going to take a shot here with a guy like Urban Meyer. He's been nothing but successful, and it just has not worked out. Um, I don't know who they're going to get, but whoever they get, fucking be John Gruden would be an improvement over Urban Meyer. <laughs> All right. We're done talking about that. Panther, one last thing to talk about. You had a stat real quick. Real quick. What was your stat? Oh, the stat was, it kind of shocked me, but Jonathan Taylor has as many touchdowns by himself as the entire New York Giants football team. Fantastic. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. (laughs) All right, Max, take a breather. Let's talk about Moonbet. Have you ever wanted to own a piece of a sportsman casino this past weekend? The casino owned Panther, but he also owns the casino because Moonbet has given him the opportunity because he has some Mbet crypto tokens and you can be like Panther. Head over to bitforex.com, join the Moonbet ecosystem by heading over to moonbet.org or use the link in our description so that they know that you're a true DGen. Eclipse the competition, make some money with Moonbet. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DGen's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then... 
Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Three NBA games today. What do you got? Uh, apparently, Panthers betting them all, right? Bet them he's, all, baby. Bet them all. Betting them all type thing. I, I only have one, and is the uh, it's the last one on the board. So let's uh, let's look at the uh, Phoenix Suns heading to Portland. Um, big question marks in this game. Uh, just the huge question marks. Who the who the fuck's playing? The Suns. They lost to the Clippers last night because they were out without Booker. They didn't have Aiton. In fact, they only had ten players to put on the court last night. <laughs> And for Portland, I don't know if you guys like. I, I didn't even realize this, but CJ McCollum has a collapsed lung, and he's out for the foreseeable future at this point. So that's a huge blow to Portland. Uh, Portland team that is ten to five at home, but riding a five-game losing streak, and that's four home losses in a row as well. The Suns on the season have been a very good road team, and part of that is because their shooting is is not much worse on the road than it is at home. They they can keep that hot shooting. The main thing is their defense. If Aiton plays, the the disparity between how they play defense and how Portland plays defense would be insane, and I think that's what gets it done today. A $10 money line bet on the Suns. I do believe Aiton plays tonight. Well, even with or without Aiton, the Blazers' offense has been putrid. Three of those five losses, they couldn't even get over 94 points. At 83 against San Antonio, 90 against the Clippers, 94 against Golden State. You know, like you said, they've lost five in a row, four of those at home. This is a team that's just in complete disarray. The Suns still have Chris Paul, so arguably be the best player on the the. Uh, court apologies to Damian Lillard um but uh yeah the, I don't see the Suns losing two games in a row so I am in agreement ten dollars on the Phoenix Suns all right I couldn't quite get to a side on this one I, just too many unknowns for me and it just wrecked havoc with everything so I'll lean that way with you but no kiss of death here you guys are free to make some money on the Phoenix Suns thank you very much Panther what else you got uh, we're going to bet them all. So uh, let's take a look at Toronto going to Brooklyn. Don't look now, but Toronto's won four of the last five. They're playing pretty good basketball, pretty really good defense. Hold, they held Milwaukee to 93, Washington to 90, the Knicks to 87. Um, so, so they're kind of putting it together here towards the end. And Brooklyn is just one of those teams – I think I think Vegas people just pay for the name because of who it's Kevin Durant. Um, you know, you got these guys, James Harden, and everybody's the expectations for Brooklyn is this is a legit NBA contender. And I'm just not there. They're eight and five at home, and they've lost some like they've lost some games that are just kind of inexplicable, right? Losing to Houston. Really? So look, I don't know that Toronto necessarily wins this game, but eight and a half is way too many. I'm putting ten bucks on the Raptors plus those points. I 
I don't hate the Raptors for a possible money line play here. I mean, <clears> you know, uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm stealing your thunder. Who's returning home from a four game road trip? That's March? the other thing. Who's yep. returning home? <laughs> Listen, man, I mean, Durant left everything on the floor in his last game on Saturday 51 points. Uh, Raptors playing some good fucking basketball right now heavy lean on the Raptors now Panther I'm with you step for step I, I think I think Toronto has a real chance to win this game we're getting plus 320 that seems to me to just scream value so I'm gonna money line Toronto uh, 10 bucks I like it I like it all right last game Golden State going to the Knicks Warriors played yesterday and you know we, we kind of questioned that line it was indiana actually being or uh warriors only favored what four and a half three and a half something like that they won by two kind of kicked on myself because it smelled this one doesn't smell as much second game of a back-to-back they're eight and three on the road but this knicks team has lost four of their last five, really struggling on offense to get to triple digits. They're kind of out of rhythm. They're missing Obi Toppin. R.J. Barrett's out. Um, just puts too much pressure on Julius Randle. And the thing that really stands out, they basically have just blackballed uh, Kemba Walker. Like, he's, he's on the roster, but I don't know if they're trying to trade him or what they're doing with this guy, but he's a no-show. The rotation just seems out of sorts. They're only 5-9 and nine at home. So I think the Warriors go in here and take care of business. I'm putting 10 bucks on Golden State. Here's my thing. is There was question marks if uh, Curry was going to play last night. The, so now it's a back-to-back situation. He is one three-pointer away from breaking Ray Allen's record. Who do they play on Friday? the Boston Celtics. So I'm just saying there might be a chance that Steph Curry does not go on the court. <laughs> uh, I, I don't like this line at all. I don't, I don't like anything about this one. I will lean golden state. I do think that they should win and maybe cover this one. If it's four, four. I, I had this at maybe three and a half earlier. Was, so I don't know if, it, if the line is ticking back up or something like that. So lean on the warriors. Yeah. Lean on the warriors here too. I, even without Curry, <laughs> the Warriors probably cover the four. Um, I'm just going to lean that way because I can't. I can't make any. I can't make any value on this at all. All right, that's all the association. Max, it's time to go to the ice. Oh boy, uh, lots of fucking games in in the NHL today. Let's start off with this Devils Flyers game. Uh, Devils have lost four of five games. Just a pretty dreadful road team on the season. Flyers, of course, return home after a successful road trip that saw them win two of three games. Uh, these teams faced off just last week. Devils came out three nothing, and I think that is how the Devils could get a win today if they do not get into penalty trouble. I think five on five, the Devils' defense is way way better than the Phillies' lackluster offense. I see value in a plus line on New Jersey today. I'm going to jump on my home team ten dollar bet on the Devils. Yeah, I looked at this game. I I don't like either one of these teams right now. But neither one of them are playing very well. You mentioned the Flyers' inability to score on offense. Uh, a little bit better at home than they are on the road. But um, I, I just really couldn't get to a side. I'm going to lean Philadelphia just because they're at home, but no play for me. Yeah, I, I'll lean New Jersey with you, Max, but... I would like a bigger plus line, honestly. To, to well, re- me too. To, to I, I re- had it earlier. I had one ten earlier. Well, you know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> what else you got? All right. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, Panthers. Uh, I will go from my favorite team to Panthers' favorite team. The Vegas Golden Knights heading to Boston. Uh, the fourth best offense in the league. That is the Vegas Golden Knights heads to Boston. Take on the sixth best goaltending in the league in a possible Stanley Cup matchup, but 
a lot would need to happen in the standings for that to happen. You look at both teams, they are fourth in their respective divisions, making them eighth in their respective conferences right now. Vegas playing some very good hockey as of late. They've won four or five games with Boston, man. They were turning home after a three-game road trip. Do we see, see the same thing in hockey? Are we gonna see, this is the longest road <laughs> trip they've had all season. Are we going to see the same thing in hockey with these guys getting their bills in order and shit like that before they hit the ice? I don't think so. I think Boston wins this one today. I mean, you could argue it's a little chalky against a team like Vegas, but I like it. $10 bet on the Bruins. Yeah, I was looking at that. The long road trip, they had three three games and then come back home. But it was three days ago that they played. Like, they've been home. If you don't have your shit in order and smack mom on the ass by now, then I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Boston should have everything ready to go. But, you know, you nailed it right on the head. Boston's defense, they're winning games 4-2, to 3-2, two, 2-0. to, two, two to nothing. I mean, they're losing games 2-1, to 3-2. to two. Like, it's low scoring where Vegas has been lights out on offense. 6, 5, 7. I mean, they're putting up goals. I think Vegas puts enough pressure offensively on Boston to sneak out a win here. I like the plus line, so I will bet my Vegas Golden Knights. Well, I feel like you're you're back, Panther. You bet the Golden Knights. I feel like they're going to lose. You're, you, yeah, everything everything's clicking. I'm sending it up for you guys. Just take Boston. <laughs> Just take Boston. <laughs> a lot. Man, at the minus one thirty two, that in my mind, you don't want to pay much more than that, do you, Max? I mean, when it gets to one forty, no, no, you got to no, no, you got to no. tap out. You, you got to tap absolutely. You're off this game at minus one forty. I even said my, minus one thirty five is where I have it at okay. uh, here. That's where I bet it at. That's my threshold okay. right there. I think the, the, anything more than that, you, you don't bet this game. Got one more for you. Let's talk uh, <sighs> the Seattle Kraken uh, heading to San Jose to play the Sharks. Um, Seattle's lost four or five games. They're three and seven on the road this season. Uh, San Jose, pretty decent team at home coming off of that win over Dallas this weekend. I just don't see them as that big of favorites here. I mean, their offense ranks 23rd in the league in goals scored per game and expected goals for. So that offense, the offense that we see on the ice right now is probably the offense we're going to see from them from here on out. On the other side, Seattle's goaltending has been historically terrible. So I do think that there is some hope for the for it to get better because it certainly can't get any fucking worse out there. <laughs> it's a bit of a you know flyer value play here, ten dollar bet on the Kraken. Yeah, this is one of those games where you look at it, you kind of have a feel for it, what you think it should be or how it should go, and then you look at the line and go that doesn't mesh but, but both these teams aren't playing really good hockey right now kraken have lost four out of five the san jose sharks have lost three out of their last five um but the thing that stands out to me is how bad seattle is on the road they're three seven two away san jose's you know better than 500 at home the vegas line is what stands out to me like it seems like it's a little too chalky for san jose which tells me vegas really thinks they're going to win i don't want to lay that chalk but i think the play is the Sharks. so i'm going to lean san jose yeah i would lean san jose just because i'm looking at the names of the teams on like they're playing seattle okay seattle is going to shit the bed right <laughs> God probably damn probably. Seattle. take the over six or over five and a half take the over five and a half i think so i think that's a good play uh that's it for me on the ice panther what else you got i got three more let's take a look at carolina going to your minnesota wild really shocked you're not on this but 
This is a battle of heavyweights right here. Carolina's 12-4-1 on the road. Minnesota's 10-2 and at home, picking up where they left off last year, being a really good home team. The Minnesota, long road, uh, road streak here where they play four in a row. Uh, they've lost their last two to L.A. and Vegas. Now they come home. So if we're drinking that Kool-Aid of, you know, regroup, pay the bills, do what you got to do at home, I don't like Minnesota. The Carolina's been on the road. This is their fifth straight road game. But they're having a lot of success. It's just too much of a plus line for me to not take Carolina here. So 10 bucks on the Hurricanes. Man, I, this is a fucking hell of a goddamn matchup, and I, I, I do like Carolina with you. I, I think the plus line, um, I have them winning this game outright, but Minnesota at home, it's, it's it's too tough for me to fucking like you know pick a side on this one. I'm gonna lean Carolina with you. I would lean Minnesota at the minus one forty. I think you might be getting a little bit of value on the Wild, just 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 a smidge. All right, next game for me, we're going to go up north, talk about Toronto, going to Edmonton. Max, remember when we were talking about Edmonton, how good they were on offense? I don't know this team. I don't know who this is. They've scored, what, six goals in their last four games? Five goals in their last four games? Like, this team can't score, can't get out of their way, and they're not stopping anybody from scoring, giving up three, three, four, five, and four in their last five games, all losses, um, really, really trying to have a – I just can't even get behind this Edmonton team. Toronto has been playing basically well all season, but they are pretty good on the road, 7-4-1 away from the friendly confines. Uh, don't have to eat too much chalk here, so I'm going to put $10 on Toronto. I I like that play as well. Uh, some moral support here. I, I, I agree with you. Edmonton's just not playing very good hockey right now. I think Toronto is, uh, uh, right, as it stands right now, the better team. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I will lean the Maple Leafs with you. Mm. <laughs> I, I would kind of lean Edmonton just a little bit. I would, if it got to a little bit bigger plus line, I would maybe think about it. But at plus 112, it's right there. <sighs> the home team, yeah, yeah, I think they can sneak out a surprise. Uh, one last one for me. Let's take a look at the Columbus Blue Jackets going up to going up north to Archland going to take on the Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver riding an impressive four-game winning streak where they've played really good hockey against really good teams, even knocking off teams like Boston and Carolina. Um, thing that stands out to me is the goaltending, right? They're winning two to one, two to one, four to nothing. They're they're really playing good defense, uh, kind of riding the ship a little bit here off of a slow start. Columbus isn't that good on the road. So, uh, look, it's a little chalky for this matchup, but uh, I'm going to lay the 145 and put 10 bucks on the Canucks. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like I like Columbus in this one. Uh, it's it's tough though. Columbus not playing their best of hockey. I, I don't I don't think the Canucks though can uh, sustain what what they're doing right now either. Pretty pretty good pretty good home team, uh, but I do think that uh, the 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 issue with me betting. Columbus here is just how dreadful they are on the road this year. So I'll lean Columbus here, but I could not bet this one. Yeah, I honestly don't know what to make of this game. Oh, Jesus. It looks like almost a coin flip here. So I'll, I would lean Columbus here, but you, you're probably right, Panther. You probably got it. That's all I got for the ice. All right. We got a couple comments to just blast through real quick. Iceberg, guess what he likes? Seattle plus one and a half. There you go. <laughs> Vegas Knights plus one and a half. He likes that as well. And he likes the Blues plus. You like a lot of plus one and a halves there, Iceberg. All right. Why not? Talked about Urban Meyer for some reason. We talked about face masks. We talked about uh, Rams. Are they as 
bad as we thought or the Cardinals are as good as we think. And uh, so basketball and hockey, Max, that's it. That is it. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS and listen to anything about our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, come subscribe, download and listen to every single episode. Banther, take us home. I'll take you home. You guys realize the bye weeks are finally over. We have four weeks of everybody playing, so we're getting down towards the end. Let's get out of here with a Panther parlay. It's all basketball. I like Toronto. I like Golden State. I like Phoenix. Kind of sucks. I like all the road teams. Mm-hmm. See how that comes out. That'll be today's Panther parlay. But uh, you guys know what we're doing. Hanging out on Facebook, on Twitter. Give us a shout out by name. We'll shout right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday. What you're going to do today. And when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.